Welcome. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, <laughs> interruption. Son of a bitch. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You son of a bitch. Whoa. Easy. You hey, pay son of a gun? Okay, let, let's do it again, I guess. Welcome to the first ever Big Black Clock Year Roundup Jamboree. Jamboree? Why not? <laughs> right. or, or do you prefer the Big Black Clock pa- pageants of 2020? Pensions? Pensions or pageant? pageants? I heard pigeons. Yeah, pigeons. I heard pigeons, but, but I, I said it just made no sense, right? It so. couldn't be as stupid enough to be talking about pigeons. Why not? You don't like pigeons? Who? That's not a question of no, liking. I think Who likes pigeons? Who likes pigeons? Who's like, you know what, dude? The best bird is a pigeon. <laughs> Don't they call them like the rat, yeah, the, the trash, sky, the rat du ciel, the rat du ciel, yeah, chicken of the cave. <laughs> I said that pointing at Carl. <laughs> yes, I'm a chicken of the cave. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to talk about uh, 2020 releases as the year winds down. Pretty much, uh, you're listening to this. You're that was a great year, eh? Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. It depends on how you see it, right? Well, you see it from the perspective of your own eyes. How else can you see things? Yeah. What a ridiculous <sighs> comment. Yes. Mr. Logic over here. <laughs> Thank you for I make your intervention fun. here. Uh, <laughs> He's the instruction manual for everything. <laughs> but you know... Okay, well, but let's I will say that. First. But honestly, uh, grateful that we're all in good health. It's been a tough time for everyone. You're in good this health? This podcast is about to... No, but not because of COVID. <laughs> not because of COVID. This is you good health? <laughs> what? <laughs> but the idea is that, you know, a lot of people have it rough out there. And we get that, but if you're listening, it's uh, we're just want to have a good time, and you know it's been a yeah. tough year for everyone. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people didn't feel well. So you know, so, we just want to have a good time about that. Yeah, it seems that like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. That's not a good thing. Hopefully, it's not a train. It's not a train. Yeah, that's the heavens. You're dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so today we have like 22 categories with like four subcategories for each. Categories? It's like an award show, right? It's an award show. We have a few categories and we There's choose like a... the Oscars, the Grammy, right between those two. two sure. So, disclaimer. Like an affordable wa- version of the any Oscars watches, and Grammy. Any watches that came out, we'll say after the 4th of December. Sorry. <laughs> we couldn't continue. <laughs> Sorry in advance. All the and Christmas you know, special. As you. an apology, send us your watches and we'll be happy to take just, them. Just send early next year. Well, yeah. and no, let's take a send them. Send them no, send them, send them to send me. Them and we'll, to we'll, me. We'll do a special podcast. Or just send us money. And we will talk about your watches I'll, in I'll its accept. very own airing. Yeah. So uh, I'm Carl, your host. On my right, I have uh, Sir Leaks a Lot. Leaks a Lot? Leaks yeah. a Lot. Yeah, that's me. And on my left, it, whatever happened to that face. Yeah. Uh, Mikhail. It's oh my god! <laughs> it's like ooh, it's alive. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. I've lost my hiccups <laughs> and your ability to speak. <laughs> you literally took my breath away. All right, so uh, you're breathtaking. So right, uh, <laughs> right version. Quick wrist check. Quick wrist check because we have uh, without a joke five categories to go through, and each of us. I, on my side, it's going to be a bit quicker, so I have more always. space for you. Always less preparation. I don't yeah. like to. Looking to start preparing. Or, I like to wing it. No, yeah, always, always. Uh, so, Dima, what are you wearing uh, this week? Well, um, I'm wearing my uh, Cassio. Uh, cool. Thank but- you, Kevin. <laughs> 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 Your Cassio, go for it. Oh, thanks. Uh, I already spoke about it. I got lucky enough that I was able to snipe it. I think it's still very difficult to buy it. It's uh, still unavailable. Yes, still. No, I've checked. Uh, <laughs> you were tra- are you looking for it as well? I mean, no, I'm sure no, it's probably I'm, on I'm your always list. looking somewhere or another, Dimitri. 
No, I know, I know, but I mean, are you looking to get a Casiok as well? I don't know. I want to see when that John Mayer G Shock comes out. <laughs> what the fuck uh, is that going to be? It's going to uh, be a normal G Shock with a different color scheme. That's it's, it. I think it's That's a, it. I think it's the first time this year when I saw it, I was just like, huh. Interesting. It was the first time I went, oh, what the fuck is that? What did I said, you guys? I think I said, what the fuck is this going to be? Yeah. Are you going to buy three of those things? Mm-mm-mm. You know it's going to sell in a minute. Hodinky's such a yeah. Marketing. good promoter. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Don King of watches. Only in America. God damn. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, it's an excellent watch. I think uh, I already spoke about it before uh, in our previous podcast. Uh, you need that Kobe bracelet for it, though. I don't, I don't know. I kind of like the original. Maybe, like, I, I, I know what you mean. It's, it looks nice on it. But Maybe I, my I, bracelet I like will fit. Maybe I'll just, I'll just send you mine. Try it on and see if it works well. We'll see. We'll Make see. Cool. For now, Try I don't it. wear it to be honest enough because we, unfortunately, don't get to go outside a yeah. lot. And this is... I don't know why. I, I, I really like it. I think this watch for sure is not going to be sold. But I, I, I'll, I'll no, for, forever keep it in my collection. And it's totally worth it. And it has that like nice uh, analog uh, display that makes it very classy. And it has that Cassie Oak. That's why it's called Cassie Oak because it has the the Royal Oak style, let's say. Yeah. Um, and it has the same exact features as a regular G-Shark except because maybe it's a smaller screen so it's a bit less... a little less functionality but you have everything that you ever need yeah. in a watch. And 200 meters of water resistance, which is what G-Shocks are famous for. Not not Speedmasters. No, no, not Speedmasters. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Kevin? I am wearing a Seiko chronograph, which has the 7838, 7838 movement. It is not the 7826. It is a quartz gold filled, gold plated chronograph. Um, we'll post it on Instagram. It's a chronograph from the 80s. A lot of fun. Very simple on a black, we'll say natural grain leather strap. Affordable. Has a date, very affordable. I paid less than 200 bucks for this. It was restored by someone on eBay. And you know what? Let me just go here. I'd like to give a shout out to him because I think he was he was really cool because I'll tell you why. His, he put his watches on um, YouTube. He's talk, he videotapes what he does. The guy only sells four or five watches at a time. He restores old Seikos, restores old watches. So it's a hobby. Yeah, and he's really transparent about it. And I was asking him some questions about it, responded very, he was very cool. Got there, shipped very, really great transaction, really great experience. And I think that's part of the deal. I think that's important because mm-hmm. if it's a really bad ex- experience, you, you'll want to. So the guy is on eBay, sold by, his name is 73VW Todd, T-O-D-D. So look him he's up. Focus on men. There you go. He's selling about, he sells four or five watches at a time. Great piece I like wearing it. It's not very large, uh, but easy little uh, quartz chronograph. He cleaned it all up and, uh, you know, cleaned up all the gaskets, cleaned up all of the, he used a lot of like, honestly, it's called Seiko lube. <laughs> he like puts that into all the pushers, all the, 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 the crown, the lube, right? yeah, changes it. And uh, it's, a, it's a really great watch and it's a lot of fun. Very easy. A lot of fun. You, Carl, what are you up to? Uh, borrowed a watch from another collection. Right, because I don't have sixty-five watches, two hundred, two fifty. I don't remember how many watches. Yeah, I think it was about seven hundred eighty-two. This morning, anywhere between one and a thousand. Yeah. So it's an Ike pod. Yeah, that's the Mega Pod. It's the Walter zero zero five. I knew it. I just wanted to make sure you knew it. Yeah. Um, Did you know it? When you when it's, you asked? It's a. <laughs> it's really dome-like. Everything like is kind of round, right? Yeah. Uh, like for, a. For, Pod. The watch is 47 millimeters in diameter. Doesn't You're, feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. The reason why is there's it no really big hands. That's why the rubber fits right within the UFO style case. 
It has this beautiful white dial. Uh, it has a, um, a Miyota, I think it's a 9062, exposed case back. It fits very, very well. Um, a lot of props. You know, I've been talking to um, uh, Louis-Christian Coll from, um, from um, um, IkePod directly. And um, I'm glad they re- revitalized it, you know. And uh, I think yeah, IkePod's a really cool watch. They do stuff differently and they don't, they don't want to be like everyone else. You reach out on Instagram if yep. you're mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of props. You, anyone can do the same, by the way. You yeah, wanna, the guy is... Watches? You want to speak to the CEO of a fucking brand. There you go. The guy's amazing. And that watch is amazing. It's a really, really comfortable watch. It's Very a cool. watch. Yeah. What did it go for-ish? I got it on an early buy. I paid about 750 euros. Uh, that's nothing. That's nothing. And that now they sell about 1,300 euros when they're on the site. But uh, Full price. He's going to come out for with um, an early purchasing list for, for the his next brick watch. Version? Brick color? Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was made by Mark Newsom, which is one of the bit more regarded um, industrial designers of our of our era. So, yeah, that's great. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in there, but I know that you were wearing it, but uh, uh, it's okay. I, I just, I I just gave much. it to you right before we tried it on yeah, for the podcast. I was but. borrowing it. I was trying it. Yeah. Um, it's really particular watches. I, I'm a bigger dude, so it's fit wells with me. Uh, you really need to think about it if you're a smaller wrist or a smaller person. But it does sit much smaller than what it, the specs read. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, a lot smaller than what the specs are, but it's still uh, a chunk of a watch. Definitely. Cool. Awards show. Welcome awards. The, to the awards show. Yeah, the uh, roundup jamboree. Same, same. Roundup jam. No one wants to go to a roundup jam. Everyone wants to go to the, like the award show. No one wants to go to roundup jamboree. What is that? <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> Shame. So the first category we had um, are classic watches. Classic styling could be considered. Um, mm. So <laughs> mm. 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 Um, Who's gonna go first? You choose. Good classic watches can be considered uh, more of a dress watch uh, or a classic styling, something that's uh, timeless. I went with something that was been out before, and they came out with a new version of it, kind of, and it looks very. Similar to the classic, you know what I mean? It's yeah. true it's true to form of what yeah. of what that watch kind of came out with. So long story short, we didn't put really any rules, so we all did. So Carl, Carl did no very well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Carl. We didn't have to prepare, so Carl excelled. So Carl came out with a list of cars. <laughs> he, he excelled. He excelled. Wait, what here's my what? first moped <laughs> on the list. <laughs> so when Yamaha... <laughs> Um, started making guitars. <laughs> yeah, they had Cassio to was the, like, "What? I'm not making this piano." <laughs> Ca- Cassio's like, "What? I'm gonna start making motorcycles then too." Uh, so you come into my house. Where are your watches? I'm gonna from? come to your house. Where are my watches from? What Swiss do you mean? Germany. <laughs> That's absurd. That is a, a ludicrous question. You are absurd. <laughs> Shame on you. That's the first thing I ask a watch when I see one. Where are you from? Where's the watch from? Where's this from? Show me your papers. (laughs) Are you American? This is nonsense. Because this Uh, is America. This is America. We, no, we are American. No, we are American. (laughs) We are not. We do not speak French. We're American. Okay. Where are my watches from? Okay, so my classic, I had two runner-ups, and they're all Swiss. And you, uh, Dima? Uh, My classic is also Swiss, and it's also uh, a watch... Uh, lineup line that they used to make before and they just re- reintroduced something new. You know what? We'll start with uh, you. Okay. Go for it. You can do it because given as like five watches for every category is again. Um, 
the watch that I'm going to, and this is, we're starting with the classic watch. So I kind of thought about it as a dress watch, right? The watch that I went with, and it's one of my favorite brands, and I don't still have one of those watches. It's the GLC. They've updated their master control lineup. Okay. And uh, now they've released a bunch of new master control uh, watches this year. So I, I I'm just picking the the more the more let's say the more basic. Version. You went the master control date. That's what you went for the yep, watch of the year. Oh I my did. god, that was my runner up. Oh well. What? Uh it's a, it, it's honestly like for me the master control. I like the moon phase a bit more, but I went I, I went with the date. It's a perfect dress watch. I I would love to own that watch. I to think me, it's a perfect watch. I don't know if it's just dress. I think it has well, enough. It's not too dressy. I, I don't know if it works very well you can with casual. Yeah, you can for sure. It's a beautiful watch. Like, there's not much you can say. Uh, so it's JLC Jägerlikut, a master control date. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just Google them and you'll find exactly what it looks like. It's a very very classy looking watch. Very very stylish. Has a lot of interesting design choices, but they're never they're never very loud. So it's very subdued, very elegant, very classy. Uh, it's uh, it's, What's the price it's on that? super thin. It's forty millimeter size. It's only eight point eight thickness. I think right. that thing has a seventy-hour power reserve. It has a seventy-hour power reserve, and it's a high bit mm-hmm. movement, twenty-eight hundred. Mm-hmm. But GLC is always famous for like really cool technology, right? And that finish on that movement is pricing-wise really nice. is not insane either. It's no. about uh, sixty-seven, 67 US. US, so yeah. about ten grand Canadian. Oh, which is, I think your math might be high. <laughs> not only the math, <laughs> not just the no, math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a lot. Of, your conversion might be high. Well, yeah. I'm adding, adding taxes. <laughs> Also, which makes sense. Yeah, the port because you have to pay taxes. Exactly, everybody. <laughs> God damn. The rule of law. Uh, yeah. yeah. Make sure to have your fiber. Math is good. <laughs> fiber. Favorite Proteins. color is beige. 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 So beige. you went with a ten thousand dollar GLC. No, seventy sixty seven hundred. I quote US. air quote on mm-hmm. the ten thousand dollar. I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna check that. I'm pretty sure my, I'm not too wrong in terms of. I'm price. not too wrong. I'm never wrong. I'm always right or kind of right. But then he's gonna find a number and then he's gonna find a way to justify it. What is sixty seven hundred US dollars? Just ask Siri. It's fifty. It's eighty five hundred Canadian. Add the tax and you get ten thousand. Uh, you can't buy you, it with no tax unless you bullshit. Steal it. Bullshit. Everywhere you go to an AD. They'll give it to you with it. Retail tax price. Tax it. So Retail what, price. The, it's always uh, tax it. Always what's tax the case? Uh, 40 millimeters. 40 millimeter case, 8.8. Uh, 8.8 millimeter thick, so it's very thin. It's it's perfect. I, yeah. I want to say it's a perfect watch. It's a great watch. That wasn't my I question, really, but cool. I really like what it. Was it has the question? 12, the case 3. material. Oh, oh it's thin steel. and steel. Okay. steel. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great watch. It's a beautiful watch. I had that on my short list. Seiko style of hands, by the way. Yeah, the Dauphine. Yeah. But do they do like Grand Seiko and polish the backside of it too? <laughs> I probably had, not <laughs> I had that on my short list maybe so Kevin what's your short list so I have to say like just looking at the releases for the year I had three runner ups I'm not going to talk about them quick but I think the Cartier Santos Dumont really respected the Cartier Santos that came out in the early 1900s I think Rolex did justice. I think that the Rolex releases that they came out this year were very Rolex, were very classic looking, especially the Oyster Perpetual. uh, And lastly, the Jezer Lecoute Master Control. My winner, though, I had to go with IWC. I had to go with the IWC Portugueser, the new automatic 40 millimeter one, because I think they always had the chronograph. It's a big watch it's 40 millimeters i think it's a perfect watch a 40.4 millimeter 12.3 millimeter case 30 meters of water resistance you're looking at an in-house caliber 82 200 automatic movement at high beat at four hertz so 28.8 
60 hours of power reserve with 31 jewels. Um, that watch has a perlage and Cote de Genève onto the movement, sapphire glass with anti-reflective coating on both sides. That watch is incredible. Small ha uh, hacking seconds. I think of classic watches that IWC killed it. I love the Portugueser. Uh, do you guys know where the name came from? Portugal. That's right. That's it. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, do you know Is where Canadian came from? From Canada? <laughs> yeah. No, was it? But honestly, it was because there was two. There's really an evident. Just here's short history thing. Um, I like when but the so the the it's very minimalist. Bauhaus at the time was very popular, so IWC made their watches with a Bauhaus design. We're going to go minimalist. Two sales guys from Portugal came and said, "Watches are really big selling right now in Portugal. We want to sell your watches." So they made a watch that they would sell in Portugal that was selling well. Called the Portugueser. Voila, the IWC yeah, Portuguese. They, they went with the Voila. nationalism of. Uh, so it has that minimalist style, and it was big in Portugal, big uh, selling market. What That's what they call the Portuguese. Was it big in Japan? The Japanese are always big in Japan. It's always big in Japan. Always big in Japan. Or Texas. Anyway, so so <laughs> that was my bigger. pick. My pick was the IWC Portuguese. I think that 40 millimeters was new. Yeah. I love the 42 millimeter chronograph, but I was like, I wanted something a little bit different. And it is, it is. Um, I think it's a, a, a real winner. I, um, I cannot uh, st state that enough. Uh, let me just pull it out here real quick. I think That's that... That's what she said. Uh, um, She's pulling out? It's yeah. a weird, he, he's into weird stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. I'm making sure. Uh, so I think that if I just were to pull out don't here... Don't ask questions. The, so because I don't think I actually Unless you know what gave, better it is. I don't That's think what I, she said. I don't think I gave people um, <laughs> the actual reference... Oh my god! Do you want to take a break because you're like going on Google? You're like no, no, no. I got it. I got it. It's a seventy-one fifty euros. So you're going. What is it in the Canadian dollar taxes in? That's got to be about twelve, thirteen hundred Canadian. Are you sure your math's right? Sure, math's right. Check it. You got it on your. No, thing, I, right? no I, I. Seventy-one fifty euros. I don't have the calculator function on my 71 computer. Seventy-one fifty euros. Check it. out. I deleted my calculator function on yeah. my computer. I don't, I don't have. So it it's called the Portugueser automatic forty with a small second hand. So Dimitri, check it out. Tell us seventy-one fifty no. euros. No. Hold on, let's ask Siri. You can't make me. What is 7,150 euros in Canadian dollars? Stop asking me. I'm not Siri. I'm Alexa. <laughs> 11,075. So I said 12. Okay. You're wrong. For 1,000 off. You're so wrong. What did you say? 14,000? I didn't say anything. No, you didn't say anything. So that was my pick for the classic watch. Nice. And your runner-ups were not that bad either. Runner-ups. No, my runner-ups. My runner-ups. Yeah. <laughs> runner-ups. It's, it's runner and under. Runner-ups. Same, yep. same. Mm -hmm. same, same. All the same. Franklish. Carl, what about you? Carlito. I went with something from Glashute. Originale? No, I went with the Nomos, I bet. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, man. Do you, which Nomos? Uh, it's a limited edition. Oh, 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 oh. You went with the Nomos limited edition? Yeah. To the Metro? No. So, for the, the 175 years of uh, Glashute watchmaking, they did a special edition for the Lambda. Oh, the Lambda. Oh, yeah, but that's very expensive. It's like $20,000 watch, isn't it? Seventy-five hundred. Oh, okay, US. no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, so the lambda, all the previous generation are all with precious metal, the case. Yeah, yeah, that. Right? Those are the ones that are twenty grand. I remember those. So they did a stainless steel version mm -hmm. for this year only, and I was like, that's cool because you can have that twenty thousand dollar watches for way, quote unquote, cheaper. Right? Mm -hmm. It's way more affordable, and it's limited edition. So even if it's affordable, it gives you a an edge. Like you have to sell something more on it. Right. It's a bigger watch. It's 40.5 millimeter. Um, 
I didn't find the uh, thickness of the case, but the movement um, is 3.6 millimeter. Thick. The movement is too, yeah, that's thick. And yeah, but that's normal, right? Yeah, but it's 80, 84 hours. A power reserve. Yeah. Manual wine. Yep. There's no automatic. Nope. God damn. And yeah, it's, um, it's uh, quarter meter standard. It's not certified, but they said the standard no, is the same. No, well, they, if they certify themselves, it's still going to be great. They yeah. said it's to the same standard, but they didn't want to the certification. Yeah, so they regulated. Right? Uh, yeah. So you're kind of saving money there too, I guess. Yeah, but they're not Swiss. I know, so but they still, don't give a fuck about sending it to the COSC. Fuck, that's the thing. I, I felt they're like made it, in glass shoot. Yeah, I feel that it gave you a lot of watch for that price. That's why I give them the classic watch like, of the year. It almost does. It, it's a really simple watch. The ends, the uh, indication uh, are really, really small on the watch. Yeah. So the thing is, very Bauhaus. Yeah, but because it's way bigger, I guess it's not too bad to read into it, right? I didn't have the chance to wear one or see one in person. Right. But for me, it was wow. They like. Put a twenty thousand dollar watches. Would you actually say that you see a watch in person? You meet a person in person, but you, do you meet a watch in watch? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, cut that out. A, it was a, <laughs> a comedy comedic moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but for me, it was I, I had to give them the classic watch because it's a pricey watch that they put available to a lot more people. And it's still limited edition. They're only going to do 175 piece because of the 175 years of glass shoot watchmaking. Right. It's uh, very nice. It is. I think it's time for uh, a quick uh, beer break. And we're back. So, all new beer. Well, White Cloud, that's not a beer. That's... It's like 5% strong seltzer. But you know what I have to say? It's um, easier to drink. It's much easier to drink. But I, I, I'm just getting... Uh, much much easier easier we have to, to drink continue drinking, this. though. That's, uh, it's much easier to get drunk on this shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> Which dr- is the ultimate goal. I'm right? drinking uh, Samuel Adam. And, um, oh, it's French. It's a French explorer. Yes, it is. <laughs> Nestle Toulouse. Nestle Toulouse. <laughs> and it's 4.8. Congratulations. Yeah. This is 5, and it looks like water. It so is water. F- for, for a mass-produced... Like basic lager. This is a pretty highly rated lager. Mm-hmm. It's a good beer. Next watch, next category in line is sport watches. Oh. Is Kevin it just came? <laughs> it was like, oh, is yeah. it because of the seltzer or because of the sports watches? Both. I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> it's like, you know, both with an F. Both. 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 <laughs> both. Um, I'm a fan of divers. I think they're the best. I think. Watches. I think that uh, well, uh, you should go first. Yeah, okay. To me, I think that the winner of the year, and it's not my pick, but it was the winner of the year, easily has to be the Tudor Black Bay 58. Everyone picked that watch. It was the, it was just like super hyped. It's like, did you guys all pick that Before watch? Before you say anymore, <laughs> we all picked the same watch. Okay, I didn't pick that. I didn't pick that. But to me, oh, it has to be uh, the winner. Well, me, me and Dima went with that. There were two watches I think that were the the, the winner. It, it so just, the, it was such an easy choice. Oh yeah, the yeah. Black Bay Fifty Eight was the winner. It really like it charmed everyone. It was audacious. It really dominated the market, dominated the news headlines, and Tudor just killed the winner. Especially during a time where they're the tu- best. Where tu- where where you know COVID really killed the market in a lot of ways, right? Killed not on luxury goods. Maybe not luxury goods, but what I mean is that it killed the. Uh, the showcasing, mm-hmm. showcasing was gone. Everything had to be done remotely. It had to be done a certain way. Secondly, which I'm not going to undermine though, Seiko 62 Maz reissue SPB was a big winner for the entire year as well. But it's not the watch that I picked either. So those are my two runner-ups for me. 
because I think that one watch really set itself apart. I'm going with the Sin U50. So Zin, I feel, is kind of like always the bridesmaid and never the bride. It always has that like... Wow. No, I'm serious. Sin, Sin always has this like... We, almost. They almost. They make these really incredible great watches that are great affordable alternatives. Like our last podcast had three or four of them. Yeah, and I had all Seikos. You had all Seikos. But it, it, Zin always had the like affordable alternative. It's, it's always the bridesmaid and never the bride to me. And I think Zin, the U50, finally killed it. I love the U1, which is their diver, titanium case, submarine steel, incredible dive watch. And a lot of people say, look at Damasco. Yes, as, a, as one thing. But Zin has this like incredible history behind it. So Zin launched the U1 in 2005. It was a diver, German submarine steel, 44 millimeters wide and like 15 millimeters thick. It's a fucking tool watch. The watch you want with you when you go to the apocalypse. Go to the apocalypse? The apocalypse doesn't came to you? Uh, sure. Does it happen? We have to go to it. Same, same. Okay, perfect. Same, same. So the, the, the U50, you're looking at the, the U1 in a 41 millimeter case. 11, 15, 11.15 millimeters thick. 47 millimeter lug to wug. Lug to lug. Lug to wug. Drilled lugs, 20 millimeter lug width, strap monster. And the watch is made of submarine steel with a Salita SW300 automatic with a date function. Submarine steel? Submarine steel. So they take submarine steel and. Okay, it's repurposed. Uh, yeah, metal. yeah, oh. yeah. And that steel, you can take a knife to it. You could try to scratch it. You won't be able to scratch it. The knife? It's very tooling. The steel. But at 41 millimeters, I have to say the U50, it finally, with bead blasted, Starkly legible. That's why it's not scratchable when it's bead blasted. Right? It's bead blasted. It's also is that the thing, or it's the density of the steel that that, that so makes it decide? Scratches are decided by the Mohs scale. I thought it was the density of the material that decides scratchness. Guys, this watch is 500 meters water resistance. It recu- it, re- it meets the diving technical exactly requirements I mean. for the DIN 8310, 8306. It's to meet Euro diving equipment standards. It's certified by the DNVGL. This does not mess around. This tool watch to me is a sports watch. Yes, Tudor was the most popular watch. 62, the 62 miles reissue from Seiko is perfect and probably the Seiko to get the diver, which by the way, I will go against later on in what we talk about. But I think that this Zin finally made them be the belle of the ball, no longer the bridesmaid and always the always the bridesmaid, never the bride. This Zin really put him over the top. This Zin U50 is the Zin to get to be your everyday diver at 41 millimeters. I think it's excellent. I love the Zin U1. You can't go wrong with this watch. So a lot we, of respect. We always talk nicely about Zin at a lot of levels. Yes. Last podcast today and multiple of the other podcasts. Does any one of us ever owned one? I've owned a Zin. Yes. I've owned a Zin 104. You too? You own no, 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 no. I, I, I remember he had it. I had a Zin 104, yeah. I'm just asking because that was always, we're always... I feel like we always talk about Zin, but we like. But yeah. can I? Find <laughs> but I but find you know, it's a bit of a transitional. But watch. I think I think you just you just you just hit the nail on the head and what I was just trying to say. I think it's always the bridesmaid and never the bride. Zin, She's hot, but Zin is a great watch. It's not the watch that you no. To some, they may covet and they may be like, "This is this is the watch for me." 
watch the watch though that Zin comes out, you go, this is a great choice if you can get. <laughs> yeah. And in this price bracket, the watches they offer. And I've never, I've l- liked many, many Zins. To love them though is another thing. And for there to be lasting love. There's watches I'm like, oh, I love this Zin. I get them. Like, it's great. But it's just great. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's you know a what summer I, fling. But you know what I mean? It's just never been this like long lasting. And I think this U50 can be. I think that anyone knows watches when you when you put your hands on. And I've, I've seen it in person and I've tried it on. And I was thinking of getting it. Do we have Zin dealer in Montreal? No. No. You will Zin dealer in North America. You go through watch buys. Hook up, uh, shout out to them. They're great. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. But did you buy yours in from uh, Watchbuys? No. Oh, you bought it on uh, eBay. I, think, right? I have a brother in Europe, so it helps with the imports. <laughs> he comes for Christmas. I, have, I go, yo, I someone. I'm shipping something to your house. Pack it in your luggage. So I, no, but you say you say yeah. like 300 bucks Canadian. So overall. legal smuggling is the, the. It's not legal smuggling. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> the thing about kids are not listening to us. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so that was my pick for the sports watch. So runner ups. Okay. Easily Black Bay fifty eight, blue. Okay, but save some for us. Sixty two miles. I know. Yeah, they were so, the the news the newsmakers, and but I went with Zin. Yeah. So you went with the nice diver for your um, good choice. Sport killer watch. diver. One Apocalypse of your diver. One of your runner up was the uh, bride, uh, the Tudor Black Bay fifty eight. Yeah, man. I'll let Diva go first because I think we have the same watch. Yeah, uh, dominated the news. We we like, to me it was an obvious we have good choice. Taste. Really, yeah, really good taste. Guys, if you didn't if you didn't know, I just have to say this today. You know, Carl is one of your ZZ top looking big beard guys. So he's wearing a red flannel shirt. One that would make you say, Hey, where's the bottom half? But you know what? I know where it is. To be she's wearing the bottom half of his shirt today. For some reason. It, well, we we bought the it's same so very close. <laughs> We bought the same thread yeah. at uh, Home Depot. It looks like <laughs> and made our clothes together. <laughs> they look pretty much. He has the machine. Is wearing a great T-shirt, but he's wearing pants that look exactly like favorite. I'm um, favorite Mike. Favorite color. You guys look t-shirt. like <laughs> a couple. It looks so good. It is. We match. I, mean, I was we match, we match, and we have the same watch <laughs> taste for at least this episode. Well, not really this whole episode, but <laughs> this, this, this category. You let's say okay. Uh, I had worth mentioning. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was, it out it was a worthy tangent. <laughs> So yeah, we both chose for for our diver, or I think the category was uh, sports watch. Sports watch. We both chose the same watch, and that's the BB fifty eight blue that just came out this year. Killed everything on the news. Killed right? everything. That watch is, it's. A there's a reason. Like we kind of jumped on the bandwagon by picking it, right? So we we'd not really separate. And you from the, who is a, but it's just it's just it's a killer. This I don't watch feel is bad about it. <laughs> an absolute jackpot. Like. The the blue is fantastic. I think it's it's what jumped out very, you because you're a little you're, darker than your Pelagos. You're a very yep. um, it's navy blue. It's not blue. You're um that's beautiful, anti- smart. No, but not no, an, attractive. Not, none of those things. Uh, <laughs> none of those things. Convicted, good <laughs> listener, <laughs> allegedly illegal, the, um, allegedly the, uh, allegedly smart. <laughs> but the fact that you um you're not a fan of Tudor in general. But I do find I, I like I like certain watches, right? I, I don't why that's what I want to know. Like because it's unique enough to stand out. I like the one. I I don't like. I don't like homages in general, and Tudor was created originally as the cheaper version of the Rolex. Right. So, so Wilsdorf, Wilsdorf said it, right? It, it is true. This is exactly what they said. I'm not inventing it. I'm not just, you know. Uh, and I find that there's a few watches that they make that really make them stand out, and they, I don't like, they've never made 
I don't think Rolex has ever made a blue a sub that looks like this. So you can't really... BB58 is Th- there's unique There's a Smurf, way. but it's uh, precious, precious metal, It's much right? flashier. It's uh, precious metal. It's expensive, too. I'd it's sent you guys the Tudor... T-01 black. is the same, and also yeah. the... Um, what's the, the, the Air... Not Air King, what's it called? North Flag? North Flag, sorry. North Flag. It's a very different, but unique I, I, watch. I've sent I like you that. the... Um, Don't the, like their oysters, to the, be honest. The Tudor, the Tudor Black Bay GMT. And I said, it's very... Uh, it's not flashy compared to the 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 GMT Master. Oh, too. I love the GMT it's so much. Dude. Remember, I was I was really the Tudor Black Bay GMT is I've seen in person. Impossible to buy as well. I think. Nice. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's possible. You, you can put yourself on bigger. the list. You'll it's, get a, it's a little large though. You'll I would get say. In two it's, weeks. It's, it's a big watch. It's forty one. I thought it was forty two and thick. It's quite thick. But so it was back to the BBA fifty eight. Right, it's a smaller case. It's a it's a perfect watch. It's a strap. Monster Godzilla, like yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's it's not it's it's the monster of all monsters. It's it's everything yeah. looks amazing. Seen with everything this. on that, it looks great. Absolutely everything, and the blue is just a beautiful. It's such a beautiful blue. It's one of those blue colors. It's kind of it almost makes me think a little bit of the Big Pilot, IWC Big Pilot. That blue is to me like the perfect blue because I just want to stare at the color. That's how awesome the color is. It's Tudor it's, Tudor won the year with that watch. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. The only thing I didn't like about it was the fake rivets on the bracelet that they put. Right. That's the only thing I didn't like, but it is the watches. It but is there's there's three versions. There's the uh, steel bracelet. Yeah, there's the, the soft touch mm-hmm. synthetic, and there's the NATO yeah. at blue and silver, yeah. right? Yeah. So I I'm not but gonna go into the details. I'll let Carl kind of speak more about the movements. That in-house the movement specs. is yeah. Um. So same thing. I took the navy blue. Um, Surprise, Tudor Holic. Black Bay Fifty Eight. I'm not biased. Stop looking at me like that. I'm not biased. What, can, can I ask you a question, guys? Without talking, what was your runner-ups? Runner what? Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Dimitri. Uh, <laughs> English. What, what was your runner-up? Having a runner-up did, did, uh, basically means that you were doubting your choice. I don't doubt my decisions. Oh, yeah. I don't have a runner-up. <laughs> I'm right, right away. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, for me, the reason I good thing I asked that question. No one answered. Like, no. You know what? Fuck you. Did you guys even think of anyone else? Was immediately the two Black Bay Fifty Eight. This Black Bay Fifty Eight. Well, all the way. No one. Once I make a decision, I know oh, it's God. a good choice. But what, between what? Between not making a decision and making a decision. <laughs> Did you have any other one on your list? Not for this one. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Talk. Cool, cool, cool. 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 Good talk. Cool. Good talk. Cool. Pumpkins, Richard Pumpkins. <laughs> no, <What is> it? <laughs> it's not Richard Pumpkins. David Pumpkins. David Pumpkins. David Pumpkins. The reason I went with <laughs> I'm Frank Gump. It's Forrest. <laughs> I'm his brother, Frank. Jerry Gump. Go. Jerry Gump. <laughs> Jerry. Oh, okay, Richard Pumpkins. All right, come on. With his brother, Richard <laughs> Pumpkins. His mom. Damn. His school, high school teacher. Um, reason I went with the uh, Black Bay Fifty Eight is yep. a, it dominated the uh, news. That, that was the first thing, right? For good reason. Second thing too is um, it's not an homage, but it's kind of an homage to what the Tudor Submariner they did for the uh, French Navy. A- and the Tudor Submariner is a mar- an homage to what <laughs> the sub, I guess. Yeah, but it's from the seventies. In seventy-five, in France, Oyster la, la, la Marine Nationale, so the French Navy, ordered all their sub from Tudor in the same blue. So for me, it's like that's cool. It right, it, it's excellent. It, it's an int to an old, an older thing. It, yeah. If I'm like, I was looking at, I was putting my eyes on a bunch of Tudor Submariner here in Montreal. It's like eighteen thousand dollars Canadian. Yeah, twenty. It's, it's a lot of money. You can get the smaller ones, but they're too small. They're like thirty-five yeah. millimeters. But I was like, if I have to put twenty dollars on for a sub, any sub, I'll go with this one. I think. If you get MSRP, you can get a Patek at that price. 
if you can. It's like the if. We went to the Patek uh, Philippe store here and they like looked at us and were like, yeah, we have watches. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> Not for you. Who are you? <laughs> Go to the no more section. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dimitri loved. You loved that chronograph from, uh, was it Bukerer? Uh, yes, a beautiful yes. chrono. Oh, that was nice. It made yeah, me think and of Langenzona. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I tried. And I, oh, I have a soft spot for Langenzona. <laughs> like everyone everybody, does. Everybody does. Everyone does. <laughs> so, quick spec for the uh, BB58. 39 millimeter case. Uh, thickness is 11.9 millimeters. Still, yeah. uh, there's loom for sure. Water resistance, 200 meters. Like I said earlier, you can have steel bracelet that Kevin doesn't like the ri- fake rivet on it. You can still get the... It's the only itchy part. Of, yeah. yeah, but it's good. But if you don't like that, you can still get the uh, sending strap or the fabric. Or get the steel bracer, chase it for something else. What's the lug width? 20? It's probably 20. It's 20. It makes sense. Yeah. It's yeah, a 39 yeah. millimeter case. It has to be yeah. 20. Uh, so, I'll double check. Caliber MT5402. That watch, that in-house movement is incredible. Huh? 70 hours of power reserve. Yeah. And they went in-house and they, they had the it in the North flag and they said, we need to make this fit the uh, Black Bay 58 because the yeah. movement was too big and boy, did they hit a home run. 28,000 uh, VPH, vibration per hour. Four hertz. Uh, mm-hmm. 27 joule and it's cost certified. So it's a high beat, cost certified, high power reserve. It's the price on yeah. it's not even yeah. much. And it's like, it's 4,500 bucks Canadian. And, and the, the thickness of the movement, it's four point, in. Thickness of the movement, 4.9 millimeters. Well, it's like 30 something, 35. It's, it's 42 yeah, American. US, so it's like six grand US Canadian. I thought uh, I thought it says 34. Uh, no, uh, 44, 34 Navy US. Navy Blue retails 40, for 32 US. It, 42 Canadian. 33 uh, US. Yeah, 33 with soft touch, so yeah, fabric, or 34. 37 with a steel bracelet, yeah. USD. So about yeah. 45. 4,500, yeah. yeah, Canadian. Well, that's, and, that's a fantastic price. And, and no, that, that whole movement is 4.9 millimeter. Is it attainable? Is it possible to actually purchase it? Or is yeah, it yeah, sold out yeah. everywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, there, there's always Black Bay. The navy blue has I, a waiting no, list. Like Rolex, I love this so watch. Unlike I Ro- love Unlike this Rolex, Tudor spikes, and you got to wait. And the deliver. Yeah, they look, but you wait and you go, okay, a year later, like next year, you go and you say, I want a Black Bay Blue 58. There's like two months. Put it on a list, we'll give you in two, three And guys, months. as much as I was shitting on the tutor, not really shitting, I was just kind of explaining why I, I, I don't Well, really no, love you it were so like, well, everyone really loves it, but I'm not but sure. But I would I buy know. this watch because yeah. I, I love it so much because I don't it's care. It, 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 I wouldn't buy like a, like a fluid Agreed. basil oyster mm-hmm. case maybe from a tutor yeah. or uh, maybe some other types of watches. The Royale with cheese. But I would definitely get this. This is a fantastic watch. It's one yeah, of the yeah. most ama- beautiful watches I've, no. I can it, think it's of. It's an home run for me. It's a home run. run from the that color. I love the yeah. blue. I that love the blue. Just... But I do. I also really like the gilt. I really love their old black bait. It's a real winner. And you know, I remember watching a video on, and props to them, Watchfinder, who makes really high quality videos. Super oh, high yeah. quality. <laughs> oh, wow. They talk okay. about, they go, why the black bait 58 may be the perfect watch. And you know. It is. But like the black bait 58, when it was the gilt, Really nice watch. You know what? And you know why? It looked so different than any Submariner. And I really love that about it. I got to say, the Tudor Oyster Prince that uh, yeah. this is an homage to is just... It, Showing us an Oyster Prince with like that grayed out blue dial <laughs> yeah. with that beautiful snowflake hands and those that's, yellowed yeah. indices. That is a proper home run It's yellow because it's patina. Proper patina. I, I find pictures yeah. of a new one. Proper patina. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, next category. Uh, it's called Audacity. Not Audacity. The, not what we use to do the post-production, but... 
more of on watch your side. So it's a Ugh. it's a large subject that because a that's terrible a good, joke. Terrible jokes. I think we should discuss this. You know, you're like, you're like you ever watch that show New Girl? You're like that when he does the pranks, he goes no. either too far or too not far enough. He's like, ha ha. I too put far? I put rocks in your shoes, or he's like, ha ha. You're now you are a sex offender. You are Winston. Like, what? You are Winston <laughs> from New Girl. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't like, know what you're talking about. Anyway. Yeah. Audacity. So oh, new, new design mm-hmm. or uh, something that stands out that yep. uh, they push some kind of barrier. They like, we'll try this. We'll do that. We'll we'll push it a bit for, forward to see if people like it or not. Mm-hmm. So it could win. It could really like tanked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all have, I'm pretty sure, really different watches on this one. I'm sure we do. I'm sure we do. So I we'll have, see. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. I have a diver. So do I. Go then, uh, Carl. Go, Carl. Yeah. I'll yeah. start. So I have a uh, middle. Medal, Mido? Mido. Mido. Spanish. For what? Uh, <laughs> measuring. Measuring? Me- wow. Me- medir. Which is to... Uh, no, no. He's looking at me like, you don't know what it is. I know what it is. Medir is, the, is Do you to, speak Spanish? Yes. Do you? As long as there's no follow-up questions, yes. <laughs> <laughs> medir is to, is to uh, measure. And Mido comes from Spanish for measuring. And that's this whole brand. Mido. M- Mido. I thought it was like a cell phone provider. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> but Mido, I know which one you're going with. That the crazy fucking uh, dial, right? With the Ocean this. Star, the compression yeah, 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 timer. Yeah. That's a great fucking watch. It is. Yeah. So it's a limited edition. It's a re Iterating, redoing, reiteration uh, of a 1961 watch. Do mm-hmm. you have the reference for it? I did not. No. Oh, can you, can, somebody didn't can prepare. Can you go find it? Can you no. go find it? He's, he's hosting. He's hosting. And he yeah, doesn't prepare. prepare. Oh, fuck this. I have all the specs. I don't have the. Um, Let's start talking to us about it. So I think for the color scheme in it, it's kind of ballsy from that brand to go with it. Uh, it's. Kind of pastel pink, yellow, green, and baby blue on the dial. It has a, a dial that has multiple different scales. circles, scales. Yep. That's right. That's on the dial. And it's for decompression when you're coming back from your diving uh, session, right? right? But mm-hmm. the colors on it are not colors that you think are going to fit well together. It's They're like of, a pastel, right? There's like a pink, a, a, yeah. yellow, blue. It's, it's pastel, pink, yellow, green, and baby blue. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. blue. It's like really flashy baby blue. And the dial to give you time is the smallest of all watches I know. It's like, right. it's... At the middle, it's like super small. It's really not a watch for giving you the precise time right away. So the first circle in the center of the watch before you get into all the decompression circles and scales around it is the actual time. Yep. And Mido is written in a beautiful, like handwritten, uh, we'll say calligraphy. And then you have uh, automatic written underneath. Yeah. So it's stainless steel, 40.5 millimeter diameter case. Look, um, Very submariner. 21 millimeters for the uh, between the lugs. How, sorry, how big is the dial? What's 40. the size? 40. 40. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, water resistance, 200 meters. Screw down crown, a sapphire crystal, and the case height is 13.4 millimeter. So I feel that the overall spec is really like hitting it. It's audacious, man. That could have been hit or miss that watch. For the color I think scheme, it's a right? Hit, Did you, it's do a you have the reference number, Dimitri? So the Google? reference number for this watch is. M026.807.11.051.00. This is like very Omega. Thank you, Google. Yeah. Very speed mastery. That, my that, brother's kids, they come to my house and go, okay, Google. <laughs> Please don't. They, okay. They, now they see me, they go, okay, Google. But I'm not Google. <laughs> so uh, that's why I didn't put the reference number. It make no, no sense. That's why. You have to. So that well, our because listeners, you if you're listening out there, 
Fuck Carl. Listen to Dimitri. He gave you the nice reference number to that. That Mito is still available. I did see it. Beautiful watch. It yeah. has gone up in price, but they're still available. Out there. I, you can still find them. I yeah. really think that it's uh, as much as it's not uh, uh, like audacious watch. It's, audacious. It's, it's a very, very, very good working color combination. It's very pleasing. It's not like it's not extreme. It's not. It doesn't. It's it's very nice. Yeah. Because my, I think maybe because they chose very pastel colors. Yeah. It's very easy on your eye, right? Even though they're very different colors, it's very pleasing. Yeah. So I, what I do like is that the size is also forty, right? Yeah. Because the, I, I I love the Ocean Star lineup that they have, but yeah. they're like forty four. Yeah. That's the only thing that because they have amazing color bursts. It's they get they have a lot of watch <laughs> for the for the price, uh, and unfortunately, I think that the size is a bit too large. You got too excited there, Carl. COVID man. <laughs> COVID, eh? Uh, oh, COVID. Beer run section. You have a flamethrower. <coughs> I'll be good. <clears throat> I think they went with a smaller size because it's a re edition from 1961. Yeah. Right? In 61, watches were smaller than Everything is smaller, bro. Um, so for the movement, it's what they call the uh, middle caliber 80, but it's pretty much a modified ETA, right? Yeah. But it's cost certified. Mm-hmm. So it's like pretty cool. <laughs> well, you're getting a lot of watch. You know, Man, when you, you get watches that are cost certified, you know that you're getting quality. Yeah. You're getting something that's been regulated and something that's gone through a certain certification to say, hey, it's a good movement. The only bad thing is I didn't find uh, any really pricing. I've seen it about 1800 US dollars. Th- that's what I, I found on the used market, but I was trying to find new and everywhere was like, like call for pricing. Right. Right. It looks like a Doxa 200, Dimitri. What is that? So that's a... Uh, I was just researching Mido, Mido Ocean Star. This is the Mido yeah. o- Ocean Star tri- Tribute. So the, they have a GMT version that's a 44. And I was wrong because I thought the 44 is a bit too large. But they have the regular Ocean Star line. Yeah. And they are 40 millimeter cases. That and, looks, That's great. And this is honestly... An, it's a, a fucking great looking watch. Fantastic affordable And you know that price at 1325 exactly. US, you could find that cheaper for sure. It's a fantastic affordable alternative to a Submariner. Could have mentioned that in the previous podcast. Fuck, Jesus Christ, it's, Carl, get it together! You it's forty it. millimeters, and I'm sorry, Carl, for taking the for taking this tangent. He's it's not. forty. I'm not sorry at all. I, I'm saying I'm saying sorry just that I. <laughs> You're I, saying I, sorry just before stop. slapping me. Like, sorry, he's not. I'm just saying sorry so that our listeners yeah. think I'm a good guy. Yeah, they don't know. Just, he's not. They a, don't know. It's not good. They he's don't not know a guy. It, it's a. You get a lot of watch for the price, and it's not a lot. The caliber eighty is eighty hours power reserve. <laughs> That's like the Hamilton. Yeah. It is. So, like anyways, Hamilton. that was my Audacity choice because of the color scheme on the dial. That's, That's pretty much it. Besides that, that the specs are really quote. perfect. Good pick. I wish I had taken that pick. It's a good pick. So, pick. I know we have like five runner ups and. No, me? Like no, yeah. no. Oh, God. You always like. <laughs> oh, so I won that watch. No, 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 oh, shit. Indecisive. Just can't make a decision. Just pick one and go with it. So, for your Audacity choice of 2020, I only had one pick as runner up. I think that Rolex with their Oyster Perpetual and their new colors. Oh, I was going to mention I that. give them props. I give them props. I think with that green, the yellow, the fucking red. I'm like blue, pastel blue. I'm like, you know what? Only you guys can do this and get away with it. Not only this that, was my runner they're up. fucking great. I give them the runner up. I give the Rolex my runner up. But to me, I had to go with Ming. I went with Ming, the 1801, 18.01, oh, H41. It's oh, a diver. Surprising. It's a diver. Their diver that came out, look, Ming is sold out every time. They won the Grand Prix de Relogie de Genève with their copper 1706. Didn't they get a red dot award too? I don't know if they won the red dot. Siga won the red dot when I, anyway, but uh, I don't know if they won the red dot. You can check that. 
Le- Dimitri's our fact checker. Dimitri, go uh, Google. Get off Pornhub there and find out what's going on there. Hey, the Ming X Video Man. He's a member. What is, the, is that the website? Xvideoman.com. <laughs> <laughs> There's such a thing. I don't know. You tell me. The Ming 1801 H41. So it's their first dive watch. We're looking at 40 millimeters by 46, 12.9 millimeter diver, grain five titanium. They either have it in steel or in DLC black. 60 click bezel. Oh, Their bezel is very interesting because it doesn't actually have numbers. It's actually with a visual kind of gradient. Gradient. That's Smart the word. Kicks, right? Thousand meters of water resistant. What? Well, I mean, if you what? really need to go swimming. What? What? Who's going to do the thousand meter diving? People I don't who, know. People, more who people who say your pellet goes to shit. That <laughs> makes much, sense, I guess. Eh? Top grade, eta, which means it's like top uh, third grade. Of that means it's really? top and grade. There's three like grades, top guys. Grade it's is top grade. Top You're looking at cost. Top, medium, and low. Modified and adjusted in five positions. Hacks, releasable bracelet. So what other positions? This watch is not among your typical dive watches. Because the it's sold bezel, out. Let's start with the bezel. Like the ocean, the IWC Ocean 2000, this, this bezel has a different styling. What's so incredible about this watch is that the bezel, like any diver, most bezels on a diver kind of make the watch look bigger. It always does. It always overhangs over the case. This bezel is flush with the case. And let me share one thing about this, this bezel that makes it so interesting. I don't want to. Wait. Most watches, just like the Seiko SKX I was wearing the last podcast, or we're not wearing divers. You're a diver. Sorry, you're wearing a Pelagos right now. You were wearing the iPod earlier. This is actual an insert, right? Yep. Into the bezel. Sorry. We're t- looking at the bezel. The bezel itself is an actual insert. The Ming, it's not an insert. It's engraved. The bezel is one piece. The bezel and the insert is all just one piece of stainless steel. There's no aluminum, ceramic, or sapphire I think insert. They did a lung in zona it's all like one this. piece. They take a piece of gold and they just just chisel away the and middle, yeah, and then kind of create markings and and uh, uh, the numbers and yeah. And so, it's all one piece. So the the Ming eighteen oh one has a matte finish. It is incredible in terms of the bezel. There's zero slop. Everything lines up perfectly. And the scale on the bezel actually does is very logical. As opposed to when you're looking at other ones that have numbers, this one just has different sizes. So it makes you think of the IWC Ocean 2000 that I mentioned before. Have a look at it. The case is incredible. Grade 5 titanium. The bracelet is also this like weird kind of like traditional beads of rice. And... You have to really try on Ming because the guy goes into another level of detail, dedication to detail. I really have to say, and the DLC finished is something. I, I I was able to get this watch and see it in person, try it on. It's something remarkable. The one that I wish I got my hands on was the seventeen oh six copper, but this this dial is something you've never seen before. And Ming, I have to say, is audacious. It is making stuff that people have never seen before. It is making something that either you love it or you hate it, but that makes it audacious to me. A lot of people go, I don't like that watch. That's ridiculous. But other people go, the guy stepped up. He's audacious. He's taking a risk. And I think Ming is everything for it. You know, the competition out there is something like the Black Bay 48, the Submariner. It's all competing for it. So what's the price? 
This watch goes for about five thousand Canadian dollars. Oh, it's not too bad. It's, it's not bad at all. No, yeah, for because the Ming, <laughs> the Ming that I like is the one that's uh, like the one like that twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Also like the copper dial. Yeah. The 1902, yeah. But the copper dial is 1,300 euros if you could have gotten your hands on it. So really, oh. really interesting choice. Very audacious. Uh, I know you're biased with Ming. Everything that you get out. I like, like Ming. I, I, Ming I love CM it. is, uh, and like, you know, Dimitri I'll, loves him too I as a photographer. Ming, I'll be on my knees. Like, give me one. Wait, what? What? Whoa, 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 Where are you going with this? With this, Ming. Isn't, this isn't Saturday. This so. isn't the same podcast. <laughs> I, think you're ta- you're, I think you're. it's your other podcast yeah, exactly. that yeah. we're not part of. <laughs> the late night big black cock. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Dima. My choice Audacious. was uh, so that's my audacity. That was my run. My one was more extreme in a sense that like it was really something that I've never seen before. My uh, the watch of my choice is a uh, is a uh, it's very much like a peacocking watch. It's very like in your face. What what? Who's peacocking in my face? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Stop flirting with me. <laughs> I don't need to. I've known you so for too long. What is it? Uh, it's a it's a relatively new brand. They came out. They, I think they only started like last year. It's called the uh, Genus Genus GNS one point two TD. Uh, this is what the watch looks like, and I'm showing it to the guys here. Uh, skeleton or, watch. Or it's, well, it is a skeleton watch, but the most interesting part is is not the watch. It's, it's not the mechanism. To me, it's the case, right? So it's, it looks it, it it looks like a steel case. And it has like different, like a, a blue line pattern on it. It's like a zebra blue. But in God reality, damn, that's audacious. Look at the case on that. But that has rea- like a fiber, carbon fiber blue case. Line. So it's it's very expensive. It's like one hundred fifty thousand dollars. The thing is, but but <laughs> Kevin, sorry, like, wait, 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 let, <laughs> you know, let, let me let me gain my consciousness. Let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you a question. How what what would you say is a very difficult material to make cases of because it's very difficult to 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 shape it. Carbon. Gold. You Carbon. actually own a watch of that material. Titanium? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got So I was this watch gold. is... Like if you get 24 karat um, gold, it's very... This very watch soft. is... They call it uh, Damascene Titanium. And I, I do the air quotes, Damascene, because it's a play on the words with uh, Damascus steel. Yeah. And if if for anybody who doesn't know, Damascus steel, basically, and it's very... It's very uh, let's say it's used a lot in Japanese um, cutlery. Yeah. Uh, it's a really, really high-carbon steel. So what they do is that they take steel and then when they temper it, uh, they control the temperature in a different way. So at every at, at different stages of tempering the steel, when they when they create the blades, they cool down the the, the metal uh, at a different rate, and different rate of cooling or different way, rate of like process of tempering. Uh, changes molecular structure of the metal itself, so it creates the different like interesting patterns on in the metal. So this is called Damascene because they kind of apply the similar process, but a bit more complicated. To to have the same wiggly lines on the metal. Exactly. Right? So they they instead of tempering the same piece of metal, they decided to take titanium, and then create different types of titanium by treating them differently and then welded everything together and then made a dial case out of it. So they 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 created different molecular structure for different pieces of titanium, welded it all together and then made the and made, and made the watch case out of it. So that process is extremely difficult to they're, do and it's very I've never seen that before in a watch and I think this is really flexing. unique. <laughs> almost as good as Alice in watches. Uh almost as good. <laughs> almost. And, and like I've never seen that before in a watch, and, I, and as soon as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Wow, this is like very unique." Yeah. I don't know how much of a like how much of it is not really a gimmick if it's really gonna stick around. Yeah, 
uh, but I feel like this is very, very unique, and they were very audacious to to create such something like this. It is, but for one hundred and fifty thousand really dollars US, I guess. Yes, audacity. But it's an so art piece. Man. It's an art piece. Really. It's yeah. art. That's that's pretty much Richard Mill price, right? You know, yeah. Richard Mill makes a lot of. I call them museum pieces, art pieces, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, you it's guys a showcase. Right. It, it, it showcase. It is. It is. It, you just like said. if I'm looking at the mechanism itself, I, I, I honestly I don't see much of a interesting. <laughs> no, it's not an eta. It's I'm a, joking. It's an in-house, obviously, but. It, it, you know, yeah. It, it's it's mostly I think about the case, which is Moser does that. You look at those boutique brands; they make some yeah. some really beautiful. Thing. So that's my uh, audacious watch. So if we go um, the opposite of audacious, it could be uh, affordable. Yeah, you don't push any boundaries. You just do something like accessible for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, you can still have a lot of styles doing it, just not as much as the zebra case thing that costs the price of our house. Zebra, zebra, yeah. zebra, 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 zebra. Yeah. zebra. I know Zebra is that's a cult leader or something. I don't know what you're talking about. So on the affordable uh, section of the year, so any watch that's um, accessible for a lot of people that came out in 2020? That was or only... <sighs> so guys, I had such a good pick. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, because you already like go oh, like your whole... <sighs> also a good you know what, pick. Carl, we're going to do a curveball. Why don't you go? Go ahead. No, no. Cool. Dazzle us. Pressure's on. Cool. Uh, it's a Timex. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's... V- I did not expect... Yeah, curveball, huh? Very. <laughs> no, I did not... I did not expect the Timex at all. No, what do you expect? A Seiko. <laughs> Seiko. <laughs> that was last podcast. For me, it would be a Tudor or Seiko for sure. Affordable Se- uh, Tudor. Anyway. There uh, are affordable Tudors. Yeah, so... It's a Q Timex. So it's a reissue of the LCA. Okay. Do you know the LCA? So, Timer in the uh, 80s? Yeah, in the 80s, um, Timex didn't want to be left behind uh, because Seiko and Casio were doing uh, twin graphs, quartz watches. So it's, What's a twin graph quartz? Do you know twin graph quartz? Uh, it's, you have a, a digital of your time, so like numbers, and you have the analog too. So any it, digity, Any digi watches? What? Analog and digital watches? Pretty much. Okay. And they call it twin graph in the 80s for some reason. Oh. And they didn't stick. I don't know why. <laughs> but Pretty yeah, precise. so I think it's the uh, Seiko that was in uh, James Bond. And that had a twin graph with James Bond too. I didn't look into it because it's on the Timex, so I didn't give a shit. <laughs> but it's um, stainless steel. There's a or gold, gold tones if you want to. Do you have to. a reference of it? It's called the LCA. There's no reference numbers. LCA? Yeah. Timex LCA. So it's liquid crystal analog. That's their name. That's your affordable release of the year. Yeah, 150 bucks US. Really? I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Even more than usual. More than your mother is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a layered insult. <laughs> so it's 32 millimeters by 9 millimeters, and the liquid is 20. <laughs> more than your legal guardian. <laughs> It's 30 <laughs> meters water resistance, and you have uh, it's an LCD with LED uh, backlighting, uh, dual time date, 60 minute countdown timer, and alarm. It's really simple, but it really does look 80 like. You love the 80s. I do. I you wasn't born, but you weren't even bored of the yeah. 80s. <laughs> Uh, but for <laughs> wow so oh wow <laughs> true Kevin's mad because I turned in a curveball it was like I wasn't ready for that a no, Timex fucking Q Timex yeah. Q Timex this is your affordable release of the year yeah, yeah. 
I don't know, for 150 bucks, it gives you a, a lot of... Basic digital watch? Pretty much. Pretty much. That's... That's that just speaks a uh, release of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh it's 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 a simple one and it's literally a copy paste from uh Seiko and Casio but Seiko and Casio don't do dolls anymore at all. Right. So if you want a new one. What about the Seiko Arnie? What about it? No, it's very si- no, you know. It's there. Yeah. It exists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Cool. Cool cool cool. Go talk go talk go talk. <laughs> so, uh affordable watches uh Dima. Uh, for me, easy win, hands down. It's the Seiko 62 Mass. It is just the f- fucking greatest. Did you pick that also? <laughs> no. So Why did Jake's hair like this? Just because I picked, can, uh, I picked what came out after the 62 Mass. So, for, oh. so what people... Oh, it's, people a, it's the, the Turtle, eh? No, the Willard. Since I talk about my uh, Timex, uh, Kevin is like... Look lean. at this beauty. And I'm showing I'm showing, I'm showing everybody the, the, the four different the models that they've created. Yeah. It's inexpensive. Uh, specs wise, dimensions wise, what's the price? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a killer. It's fifteen hundred bucks. It's, it's the diver to own from yes. Seiko. Yes, if, it's the diver, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually seriously unless it's thinking, my diver that I picked. <laughs> I, I'm honestly, I, I really got obsessed with this idea. Now I think I'm gonna try to sell my sumo and get, uh, get this instead. I think you should. It is just, it's just the perfect watch. I, I find that sumo is a little bit heavy sometimes. It's a big, big, especially on the jubilee that I have. But this one is, uh, is, is a perfect watch. Selling all your Seikos. For more Seikos. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck are you talking about? You got a Timex got a Quartz Digital. What the fuck like, it is? Like, it's an affordable watch. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and, and why are you judging me? I'm <laughs> judging you. Yes, you are. <laughs> I have counteracted your judgment. With more judgment. Exactly. What? <laughs> this watch, guys, um, the lineup is called SPB 143, 45, 47, 49. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's four different models. Uh, blue, black. Uh, there's like Cappuccino. a brown cappuccino, yeah. And there's another one black with like a little gilt, I think. Um, this watch is a spec monster. Forty millimeter size. It's a diver. Two hundred meter water resistance. Forty millimeter case. Thirteen point two thirteen.2 Lug to lug is forty seven point six. It's not small, but it's super super manageable. Mm-hmm. The only other thing that I want to mention is the uh, the the power reserve. It's a it's a six R thirty five. Uh, low beat, 20, 20, uh, 1,600 uh, um, uh, beats per hour movement uh, and 70-hour power reserve. It's just, it's it's a perfect watch. All that for a price of about 1,500 bucks. I think the different models are slightly different because of the different bracelets. Uh, but it goes basically everywhere between, anywhere between, I would say, 1,300 to about 1,700 Canadian. So I'm I'm gonna go into the same vein. I also went with the Seiko, but I went with the watch that was released after. So in 1962, you had the 62 Mas, which is what Dimitri is referring to, the reissue that came out there. And then after that, you had the in 1968, the Seiko came out with what was called the uh, the uh, Seiko 6105. So what I came out with was the SPB 153 Captain Willard. So it's green. It is the six. Who's Captain? What? That's from uh, Captain Apocalypse Willard Now. Is a movie is no? Martin Sheen yeah, in it's Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. now. Yeah, exactly. So it is a diver Captain Willard release. You can look it up. The SPB one five three. You're looking at the same movement as the sixty two Maz, which is a six R thirty five. I love six, their dials. Hours. The texture dials. Oh yeah. Oh man, Absolutely. they're so like this is. 
You're looking at a 42.7 millimeter by 46.6, 13.2 millimeter with a 20 millimeter lug width screw in crown you're looking at a beautiful $1100 so how big is the di- uh, the 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 case 42.7 okay so a little bit less so what no I love lugs ab- though right so it doesn't stick out no, it's very what i love about this watch uh, unlike the, um, the is that they had a reissue that came out last year of the the willard and it was a very high quality very expensive reissue just like they did for the 62 maz which was like 5000 bucks this watch is $1,100. So what's cool about this watch is it also has a little bit of history behind it, which is what I wanted to put into. So Naomi Uemura, which is a Japanese explorer, an adventurer, we'll call it. So this guy was the first guy to actually, a journey he took from Greenland to Alaska, which was 12,000 kilometers and took him 18 months. So he was, the, he was the first person to reach the North Pole alone. And he was also the first to descend the Amazon River in a boat. And the first to descend the North American Denali Mountain in winter. The third most prominent solitary peak in the world. Um, you know, so it was there where he disappeared at 43 years old. <laughs> he died. So we don't know. Yeah. So the the idea is that I know that there's a green version of it on that rubber strap, which is what I really like. So a lot of people say, oh, it's a mil-. And that, that Seiko was actually what they gave to the military when they actually went into war. What is the other famous watch from that movie? Very, very famous. I think it's that a Marlon Brando. Or... I think it's a Rolex GMT Master without a bezel. Exactly. Sold <laughs> bezel, for a lot of money recently. A bezel GMT Master. So he, he was wearing his own personal. I just, I, I can't remember. I read some. Yeah, I actually remember that. Yeah. He was wearing his personal Rolex GMT Master. Without too, a bezel. He took the bezel off. At, uh, at, uh, during the movie. And then the production company asked him to remove, oh, sorry, to remove the watch because they didn't want to see the, the brand name Rolex because I guess, you know. The bezel. So he just like, he ripped off the bezel and there was a bezel-less uh, GMT Master yeah. that he wore and then they sold it recently for a lot of money. A lot I'll of look money. it up. See? Billions and billions. Well, no, not that kind of money. Maybe not in US so anyway, currency. That, that's why I went with Seiko. And, you know, I really had to say that was, um, I didn't have many runner-ups because I think there were a lot of affordable out there, but I think that that one, other with the 62 miles that was there and affordable, I think affordability is something that is, um, you know, relative to every person. I don't think that everyone deserves, you know, I was talking to my boss this week and he was saying, Hey, I, and he was so funny. He goes, I have a picture. I saw in a magazine of a watch. You want to make an app? He goes like this. He goes, Hey, Kev. He goes, did you dream of watches? Cause he's, cause they all know I'm a little bit obsessed. And he goes, no, you uh, have a sickness. <laughs> and he goes, and I go, always, and I go, if I don't dream of watches, there's a problem. But he goes, I found a watch in a, in a magazine that I think that I really like. And he sends it to me. It's a Chopard Alpine Eagle. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a Chopard Alpine Eagle. I go, I was talking to him. I go, I go, that's really expensive. It's like 18,000 bucks. I go, because there's, and I start talking about the Holy Trinity because it's very yeah. Gerald Genta, the Pic- Audemars Piguet, Rolog, the Patek and Philip Norris, the Vachon Constaté overseas. And I go, look, there's a, a great version, the Bell and Ross uh, you know the Bell and Ross uh, BR05, very Gen- Gerald Genta esque with those screw crowns, uh, the screw, uh, sorry, bezels. Yeah. And I started explaining to it, and it's just like, I go, but he has taste. He doesn't know watches. He goes, oh yeah, I like that Alpine Eagle. I go, the fuck you do? Of course you do. <laughs> Everyone loves that watch because it's an icon. Yeah. You know, so much props to him. He has good taste. He doesn't even know it. But my my idea is that when it came out to affordable watches, I was looking at Seiko and the the history that they had, especially with the Willard. The Willard is very popular, and I think it was a real winner for what that affordable watch is. Very accessible. Guys, if you can get it, 
get it. Go for it. Watch. Go for it. Couple of things I wanted to mention before we ne- go to the next category. So uh, I found the uh, the article that uh, shows that GMT Master two, uh, GMT Master, yeah. not yeah. the two, uh, bezel list, right? So GMT Master, sorry, not two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's GMT Master. So they took off the he the took bezel. off the bezel and he was yeah. wearing this. It actually looks pretty good. So uh, they sold it for one point nine million at the Philips Jesus. auction. US. Do, 1.95. Do you, do you, do you know it's what crazy. the bezel was? It was it black? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I, I got to look know. it up. And the know. other thing I wanted to mention, I think it's a worthy mention as a runner-up for me for affordable watches because I kind of like Baltic watches. And this is the year, I think, that made the sector dials. Not only that, dude. They in Salmon yeah. also. They made yeah. a limited edition yeah. in Salmon and yeah. then they did the sector dials. I, which wish, is like, I wish I bought that Salmon dial. Oh my God. The Salmon chrono, the Salmon dial. They also just came out with their beautiful GMT just like Laurier, Baltic, oh, it did oh, very man. well. They just got picked up by Houdinki to sell watches. They if are you're like John Mayer. Selling, uh, Fantastic. Your Apple watches. Laurier also, what I mentioned, just came out with a GMT. Uh, but I, I prefer Baltic. I just like the look of overall. They're, they're a little bit more expensive and they're a little bit higher quality. So, so what's our next category next there, category. Um Chronos. Ah, uh, fuck. Oh, easy. Omega Speedmaster 50 year anniversary. So Chronos, I said Omega Speedmaster, 50 year anniversary, blue, uh, Snoopy. I'm kidding. So Chrono, but not Speedmaster, but not really. You know what? I don't think you're kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm actually kidding. I chose something else. Another Speedmaster. (laughs) I went with a Speedmaster. Which one? Shut up. Oh, you went the the three to one. Yeah, I was thinking of it, but I, 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 I purposely didn't choose a Speedmaster because the amount of shit that I would have gotten from you two. If I chose a Speedmaster, it would have been there were, too much. I had two, another episode just but shitting. I, I'll <laughs> be honest, I had a tie. I had a tie, but I'll, let, let, go, go. Okay. I'll go after or no, you want, no, let's you want me to late, go first. You, start, you, you want me to start? Shitmaster. Let me, let me, can someone give me a drink first? Oh, you know what? Yeah. Oh, start talking, I'll go get you. Right. Honestly, so, I'll be honest, I thought, okay, go. Sorry. So I, 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 had two, I had one finalist. I had to go with the H. Moser and C. Streamliner flyback chronograph. I think that that chronograph... Should have fit in the audacious. I love everything that H. Moser is coming out with. I think that as a boutique brand, they do have stunning dials. They have such in-depth, you know, symmetry. I think more than that, I think that the composition of their cases, the composition of their hands, it's not too ostentatious. I love everything they come out with. So my two, I'm going to go with... um, We'll call them, I'll say... Friends. Equals in terms of finalists. My first one I'm going to go with, I have to say, because I think it was the chronograph of the year, was the Omega Speedmaster 321. And, and why? Why? Uh, because it's the Not Speedmaster. because of Dimitri. But let's, let's be honest here. It is the greatest watch of all time. Let's say, guys, this is the ultimate Speedmaster, period. Whether it's design, accuracy, the levels of details, the relevance to the brand the movement, I think that this watch is the ultimate Speedmaster. As much as I want to argue with you, it's hard. That's what you said. Uh, it, is a, it is not, not to me, no. <laughs> Do not lie. She knows she's never said to me. Do not uh, fill this with a house of lies. <laughs> lies. Lies. Uh, I agree and disagree, to be honest, though, yeah. because it, 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 is, it has more of a truer movement in it, but it's not the truer materials. Okay, so... Just ignore him. The the <laughs> Speedmasters from 1957 to 68 were the models that had the 321. 
being the 105.012 and the 145.102 until the launch of that caliber 861. So these watches with the 321, which was based on the Lemania, the 2310, the Ebauche, had the column wheel and the horizontal clutch chronograph, which is regarded as the more, let's say, prestigious. Yeah, the truer movement. The truer movement. Yes. That so that watch, if there's any Omega to get, and we said it when he was talking, Dimitri, we were listening, had to listen to him about the releases, no choice. the blah, blah, blah. When I talk, Snoop, everybody listens. The Snoopy, no uh, the Snoopy watch that he had, The what was it called? The 50th anniversary? Well, the 50th anniversary. The 50th anniversary. No, I we, love the watch. You would ask, you said... <laughs> You said, which is the, the Speedmaster we would get? I said the Ed White, the 321, because you know what? It is a stunning, ultra-faithful. It is the historically correct reproduction to the ST105.003. So that caliber 321 is my choice. If you are talking about a Speedmaster, I can't argue. Oh, Speedmaster. The case is absolutely perfect. I was so the dial in hands is just the like movement, it. The exhibition case back on that watch and showing that movement, movement it is itself. so good. It is the so whole beautiful. thing is that that watch, regardless of the hands, the case, whatever you would call it, that caliber 321 is considered that piece de resistance. If they put that What's in the, the regular headlight, it's expensive. The watch right now, if I had to say... It's like 14 uh, or something it, like that. I 15. can tell you I have it here is 22,000 Canadian dollars. But you know what? Let's take a little bit of a other side. So what I had it tied with as another chrono, which I thought was my favorite chrono of the year... Uh, which Dimitri actually had as the as my I think his watch is my runner up. We had the H Moser and C Streamliner Chronograph flyback. No, okay. My winner was I think the intrinsically Japanese, the perfect Art Deco style was the Hajime Asioka. It has to be the Kurono Tokyo Chronograph. So this watch sold out very quickly, but a lot of people don't see it. The classic duo tone tachymeter. It has a beautiful polished indices, delightful frames. The Asioka is, without a doubt, one of the most beautiful chronographs you can find. It was nominated for the Grand Prix de Relogie de Genève in multiple categories. It has a beautiful 40s, 50s, 30s style polished uh, casework. And I think that watch is incredible. If you could get your hands on it, you're looking at a steel case, solid case back, 38 millimeter case. 13.9 sapphire crystal, 45 hours of power reserve, 34 joules, high beat at 4 hertz at 38, 28.8. It is a 20 millimeter lug width, and you're looking at a price of about 3,700 uh, Canadian dollars, a little bit less, if you can get your hands on one. So the Hajime. If. That's so another I, if. Corona Tokyo. And oh Kurono, my God, what did you call Kurono. me? Kurono Tokyo. Kurono, which is the brand. Is and Tokyo is the, the designer city. Hajime Asioka. Hajime Asioka is one of the best, if not the best, Japanese designer of watches in the world. If you can get Ming. a watch by them, you're getting something that Ming is, is not artwork. Japanese. Hmm? Ming is not Japanese. No, he's he's uh, Singapore no, or something like that. Right? He's one of That's the Chinese, right? No, you're right. He's from Singapore. Hajime Asioka so is the absolute best Japanese designer. If you can get a Corono watch, whether it's the Tokyo Chrono or the Tokyo, as was the green dial they have now. It is the best watches. So those are my two runner-off. Good. So really a bad choice for a chrono. Dima, you went with. So my choice of chrono, I, 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 I mean, honestly, I kind of, I honestly thought that, Kevin, you will get, you, you were going to mention the, the H. Moser chronograph. I did. 
as your as your winner, Number uh, winner. the streamliner. That oh that that watch is just so gorgeous. Yeah, so gorgeous. Uh, and the bracelet, the integrated bracelet, is just it, it's it's just too much. It's almost too much. It's too, it's so good. And what's the price? But this is not my this is not my choice. No? I just wanted to mention that watch. Okay. My choice actually, and I I really have grown a lot of respect in the last maybe year or so for uh, Frederic Constant. Yeah. The watch that mm-hmm. I go with is the the flyback chronograph that the the Frederic yeah. Constant make. It's not a brand new model. The model initially I think came out like 2016. I think if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this year they've introduced two different colors, uh, two different color schemes. It's the um, I, can't, I always I always mix those two up. It's the panda basically style, right? So you have the chronograph with the, the different color dials. So it's like a navy blue dial with silver. Yeah, yeah. Subdials. It, it, it's, a, it's like a, a light colored subdials with the navy blue dial, and they have another version. The that's registers, a chocolate. yeah. Uh, they have a, like look at this watch, right? And you know what? Uh, when I start going into the specs, you will see why it's such an amazing watch. Uh, and then they have also another version uh, that's a, a chocolate, which is, I think, even better looking because the, the color combination is fantastic. The rose gold case. The rose gold case, chocolate dial uh, with the uh, white subdials. It looks fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Now, the best part about this watch is when I go into the specs. So it's an in-house movement. It's, uh, and listen to this. It's a flyback chronograph, like, the more the more complications you have, usually the watch is bigger. This watch is only seven point nine millimeters thick. Wow. How that's insane! I think for the for, for, to to fit that mechanism inside it's a watch. Right. All watch or the movement? Well, it's the movement. Okay. Uh, it's the a chronograph. It, like the whole watch is probably like ten twelve millimeters. Thick. It's not so more good. than that. Uh, it's a forty two millimeter case. Uh, with forty power, forty hour power reserve. How much do you think it costs? Uh, seven grand. I was about to say five and a half to six. Forty five hundred for the chocolate and forty two for the blue. That's incredible. Like for can, that Canadian or US? Yeah, but you know well, they, it's US. It's they US. had that perpetual calendar, that annual cal- Sorry, they had that perpetual calendar. Uh, high life, right? Yeah. That whole thing. That thing's like ten grand. That's a thirty thousand dollar watch from IWC. It's a, it's a little for your money. It's a yeah, lot for, a for your money. money. I'm sure you can buy. Like I'm, I'm not super familiar with how they are uh, at the used market. Uh, perhaps maybe they don't. I don't know if they maintain their value very well. But I, I feel like this is so much. Watch the movement is also decorated because you have an open case. Yeah, it is. It is a beautiful movement. I'm just trying to find the specs and to see the dial size. Like they do have the non-panda versions, which is the same color. Like look at this. It makes me think of an Alangenzona. In terms yeah. of the color combo, Data remember graph, the yeah. yeah, remember the the uh, the Carl Bucherer Butcherer, Bucher, butchering yeah. the yeah, name. Yeah. Love that brand. The, no pun intended. Butchered the name. Butchering the Barbucherer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna like just remove that whole signature. <laughs> we are funny, okay? No more questions. So. That was your. Uh, this is my chronograph. I, I feel like this is, this is so much, so much watch for that price. I'll um, I'll go with mine, and I will close with that after that. Uh, we're pulling in another long podcast. There we go. <clears throat> um, so it's not a it's a brand that I appreciate, but I never really put in any of my list. But it's a bit different this year, just because of the color scheme of the watch. It's not Seiko, is it? No. <sighs> what is it? What is it? Zenith? 
Oh, 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 oh. Primero. Uh, well, it's a Chrono Master of all liberty. Oh. Use the Not the Egg Master. No, God, God, no. God forbid. Yeah. Uh, so Zenith Chrono Master Revival Liberty. It's a mm. limited edition for this year. Uh, they use the El Primero 400 automatic movement in it. Right. Uh, it's a tonneau shaped case. It's 37 millimeters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really uh, like a vintage, vintage uh, like uh, watch. I'm only going to do 150 pieces this year. Of that watch. So if you can get one, kind of hard. It's kind of pricey too. I think Zenith is uh, Zenith is an undervalued uh, watch. Yeah, um, it's eight thousand seven hundred uh, US. Ten grand. It's a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the case is the same same spec for spec as the A three eight four case from nineteen sixty nine. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, for me, it's just like it's a vintage-looking watch. Yeah, with a really nice color scheme. So it's the color it, scheme is fantastic. Blue dial, white sub dial, and the second hand is red and white. A little bit Makes like the uh, Tag Heuer uh, Carrera Montreal. Yes, is there, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. So the Carrera uh, Montreal, it's yellow and white. This is yeah. This is red and, and white. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like the reasoning behind the color scheme. It's a North American only watch, so the color scheme is the U.S. flag. Oh wow! Right, they call okay. it Liberty. So that's kind of shitty. The colors are excellent. The colors are excellent. The reason why you do excellent. it is kind of shitty. What is the story behind it? Why did they go with the North American uh, uh, style? Let's say, what are they celebrating? They're specifically, they're just, they're, they're they're just a, the market. Okay, so it's just a country theme. Yeah, yeah okay. the same reason that sometimes they do like a okay. limited edition in Japan. So the story the behind it, the story behind it is not as amazing, but no, the color scheme is fantastic. No, but it's a re-edition okay. of a classic case, right? Okay. And the colors are really nice. The, the colors are fantastic. The reasoning behind the colors, I don't like. Well, the reasoning is is basically, uh, I would say, it's not that I don't like it. It's just an absence of a story, right? It's there's yeah. really no story. It's just let's just pick a flag that has good color combos yeah. and use that as our color scheme. Pretty much, but the there's second, no story. The second end with the red and white. Uh, We'll go back to Speedmaster. It's right. the same tone as the Speedmaster. Yeah, everybody Tintin. always goes back to the Speedmaster. The Tintin Special Edition for Speedmaster. Yeah. On the, let's say, the edge of the dial, like what could be a bezel, it's the same red and white uh, pattern. And on that second hand, works so good. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't know, but it's part of the case, it's the date window at 4.30. I actually like that part. I actually like that. Yes, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. You don't like it? I don't know. I don't know if like at half an hour it's like four thirty. Like is it at four? Would it be better at three? But I think it. it I, I think it, with the chronograph, it fits pretty well. I think with the chronograph, you don't have a choice to put it at four thirty. Why not at four? It's it doesn't. It's, it's it's not between four and six, four and five thirty. Like dial, you know what I mean? It has yeah. to be between those registers, between the the three registers. You get those two at the uh, three and the five. But that's why, uh, from yeah. my opinion, that's how you see uh, it. But yeah, so limited edition, it, it came on the um, blue nylon with red stitching that fit with the uh, pattern on the on How the much watch. did I go for? You said 7,000, right? 8,700 US. Yeah, that's so a it's lot of watch. Yeah. Uh, but limited edition too, right? I had a bunch of limited edition in my, <laughs> my choice today. I think three out of five. Uh, I don't know what. It just talked to me. Do so, we want to... Also, quickly mention the the worst of the year. The worst of the year. The disgusting award. I, I feel like they don't need. They don't deserve a lot of. Wait, we can close with that. Kevin, do you have any? Really quickly, yes, I do. Go for it. What is it? Soundbite. 
So I'm just looking it up here. I have it here. So what I had was actually a Seiko. Really? Mini Seiko. Disgusting award of the year. Seiko. Disgusting Which awards of the year were the Seiko 5 came out with, oh, a, yeah. with a line of the Street Fighter watches. <laughs> oh, the no. The Seiko 5 Street Fighters. But that's streetwear. Oh, I can't. I Look, just, but if you're a teenager, you might be I, into this. If you're a teenager, you need to get uh, fucking laid. beat by your parents. Or, yeah, laid. Instead of buying watches. Drugs, because you know this, what made, made, drugs are more fun. This is just... I didn't say that. That green one, that green one is just a killer. Awful. Uh, you know what All it makes you think are. of? It's uh, Undone. Undone? Watches. I, yeah. You, you, you own an Undone, or you used to. I least. used to, but it wasn't with these. I have. And then was uh, you get the Ryu. The, the Ryu is not too bad. The Ryu, <sighs> yeah, exactly. I the, hate them. The Ryu. They had the guy. I, I, I hate them. <laughs> Thank you. Please don't show Blanca. this. There is the Ken. There is the Ryu. There is the Chun Li. The, the this Blanca. Blanca the Zangief. The Seiko Five Street Uh-oh. Fighter watches. The Russian. I think, uh, the Russian I Zangief. Zangief. They are a tragedy to <laughs> watch making. God damn. I, I'm, not, I'm being, not a big fan of the Seiko Five overall. <sighs> I know, that, I know. Uh, by the way, talking about Seiko it's a mass pro- the mass-produced Heineken, basically. Right now, right now, if of, you go of, on Seiko website, there's um, they oh, killed uh, they killed the SKX to uh, make the fives. I, yes. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. So I don't like it. Right now, if you stop go, it. Right now, if you go on, on a Seiko website, there's like a Seiko five configurator, and you can do your mm. own Seiko five, and they all go into vote, and the one with the most vote going to be billed for 2021. Mm. Don't, that's a bad decision. They you uh, get the Blanca fucking uh, anyway. Uh, Vladimir Putin. Two things. Two, well, he, he pointed at me by the way when he said Vladimir Putin. <laughs> That's right, I did. Uh, so for me, I think an easy decision. And we talked about it in the, one of the previous podcasts. I think it's the Eggmaster. Oh my! It, it is God. just. Did you open that, it? Is yes. So terrible. That's the worst watch that ever happened to humanity. <laughs> I, I hate the fact that they they they, they created tachymeter scale to show you how to boil eggs. This is this is. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. It's like <laughs> telling me how to boil water. I, I I can do it. I don't need a. I don't need to buy a, like a two thousand dollar watch to, for it to tell me how to boil water. Yeah, it is ridiculous. A word mentioned. This is what I was talking. If to it, it does, then it's a you problem. It's a you problem. <laughs> like if you, I get I get the point why they made it because of that competition or whatever. No, the mayonnaise thing. No, you yeah, need the to mayonnaise protect, thing. Protect the mayonnaise thing. But I, I feel like it doesn't Association deserve. De la left mayonnaise. <laughs> it would have been, it would have been a lot better if it was just a story and they never made a watch, but they decided that it deserved to be a watch, and I, I despise that. And but another word to mention, I think it's the watch that I was talking to, actually about in my one of the previous podcasts. It's the Ralph Lauren. Don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think yeah. of that diesel, the diesel watch, yeah. because look, Ralph Lauren. There's the watch that has the leather strap on one side and the and the, and the cloth strap on the other, and it's it's like two thousand dollars if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's nothing to it. No. It's a very a basic you, mechanism in you there. You know, if that if that wasn't a Ralph Lauren and it was a, some new brand, they put a horse, the guy in a horse playing polo, and they put the double straps. But you know what? Maybe to them, they're just saying, well, because it's a Ralph Lauren, we can, right? You know. Yeah. And you know what? They made it forty-two millimeters size, 42. right? Forty-two. What? It's, it's everything. The thing what is, a it's, it's a very standard case shape. But it's something that you can make yeah. get made in China and put like a generic movement in there. China. Because China. Because China. if you look China. in a, it's an exhibition case back. But look how thick, how small the movement is in comparison to the watch. Can't yeah. you not have made the watch a bit smaller? No. Yeah. No. You're right. So, so it, it looks more. It looks more balanced, like an IPA. <laughs> it's just, wow. It's what Kevin always says. 
Wow. No, I don't say that. Uh, Ever have I said that? And, uh, Dimitri is the uh, beer snub of the gang. Uh, uh, so, guys, that was our uh, the first ever 2020 roundup. Wrap it up. The Jamboree. Every year we live is the first ever. It is. You're not wrong. Because you can't go back yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh. Um, so, guys, that was the... Technically supposed to be the week before the end of the year. Next week we should have a more laid-back episode, a lot more alcohol in it. We'll finish this year with a bit of bigger tangent and more alcohol. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a huge tangent episode. Not so that we are really lacking know what alcohol. The is gonna be? It's a tangent. That that's the subject okay. tangent. Good. <laughs> Let's it's talk us about getting drunk cars. and talking for an hour. That's the next episode. That that's like every Friday. That's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So guys, uh, thank on you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Just look for a big black clocks. Uh, no, it's not. It's Make big sure black you spell clock. it right. It's not Big Black Clocks. It's Big Black Clock. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. Official. Official. You it's haven't learned it yet, though. I don't, I don't. Big Black Clock team. Gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. What Kevin and saying. as usual, send dick pics money to, to Carl. Money, money to me. To money, uh, me. And, and, money. And every PR stuff to Kevin. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so on this on. note, ciao. Bye-bye.